Crime Alert. I'm Nancy Grace. Breaking crime news now. Sydney Maughan, 18, gets in an argument with her boyfriend and heads to his Georgia home with teen friends Jeremy Munson and Mackenzie Davenport. They plan to egg the home. Hearing the commotion, Jonathan Gilbert comes outside, unarmed, to confront them and argues with Maughan. Suddenly, Sydney Maughan pulls the gun, firing shots at Gilbert, who collapses dead in the street. The three teens hop back in the car and drive away. Nancy, we're learning that Gilbert, who also went by the name Tyler Lane, was 22 and staying with a friend at the time of the shooting. Mon, who was upset that Gilbert had been spending time with another woman, tracked him down to egg the house and ultimately escalated the disagreement to his murder. All three teens are charged with battery and criminal trespassing. Mon and Munson also received firearm charges. Mon, Munson, and Davenport now charged with malice murder. A family grocery store calls 911 after a customer refuses to leave. Leslie Cox saying spitting into produce bags, chasing customers around the store, trying to pray over them. By the time cops get there, the man's yelling at employees. He continues to argue with cops, cursing, physically fighting an officer while making claims that he, Cox, is actually God. Tasers have no effect. Cops tackle him to cuff him. He's now charged with simple assault. I'm going to check my produce bag again. More crime and justice news after this. Now with the latest crime and justice breaking news, Crime Online's John Limley. According to a Memphis area medical facility, a doctor was the victim of the shooting that took place inside a clinic exam room. With more, Sydney Sumner with Crime Online. The administration of the Campbell Clinic announced that the man killed in the shooting was one of their highly respected and beloved physicians, Dr. Ben Mock. Police named the suspect as 29-year-old Memphis resident Larry Pickens, who they said had been charged with first-degree murder and aggravated assault. However, what's still in clear is the motive behind the attack. Collierville Police Chief Dale Lane told reporters at a news conference that Pickens had apparently been at the clinic for a number of hours prior to the shooting. Lane also said that there were only two people involved in the incident and that there was no active shooter situation. Five minutes after the incident, the suspect was discovered carrying a gun. According to a statement from Trey Eubanks, interim president at the hospital, Mock was employed as a surgeon at Le Bonheur Children's Hospital in addition to his work at the Campbell Clinic. A prisoner accused of stabbing Larry Nasser at a federal prison in Florida claims that the disgraced former sports doctor incited the attack by making a vulgar remark while they were watching a Wimbledon tennis match on TV. This information was provided to our friends with the Associated Press by someone familiar with the matter. The inmate, now identified as Shane McMillan, was previously found guilty of stabbing another prisoner to death at the federal Supermax prison in Florence, Colorado in 2011 and assaulting a correctional officer at a federal penitentiary in Louisiana in 2006. According to the AP source, McMillan attacked Nasser in his cell with an improvised weapon, stabbing him numerous times in the neck, chest, and back before four other prisoners rushed in and dragged him away. The home of a man accused in a mass shooting in downtown Cleveland that left nine people injured has been searched by authorities for evidence. Once again, Crime Online, Sydney Sumner. Federal marshals and Cleveland police were able to arrest the suspect, 25-year-old Jalon Jennings, at his home without a struggle. Authorities didn't provide any additional information, but they later carried out a search warrant at Jennings' house and seized several materials there. So far, there is still no known motive for the attack. 
According to Cleveland Police Chief Wayne Drummond, it was around 2.30 a.m. on Sunday, July 9th, as area clubs were closing, that Jennings is believed to have opened fire on a group of people who were waiting outside a bar in the downtown warehouse district. The victims, who ranged in age from 23 to 38, included seven men and two women. Despite one man's significant injuries, none of the victim's wounds are thought to be life-threatening. Two of the victims have since been discharged from the hospital. The shooting allegedly took place after Jennings noticed several people inside one of the bars and pulled a gun from the trunk of his car in a parking lot across the street. An arrest warrant states that despite a police presence nearby, the suspect began firing into the crowd. Authorities said they were still looking for the gun and have been working to determine a motive for the shooting. Jessica Dietzel, 21, a loving mom to a little girl, borrows a friend's phone to log into Facebook. She sends a few messages and logs out. No one has heard from Jessica since. The login is traced to Gary Potter at a hotel in Albany, Georgia. Police speak with Potter, who denies even knowing Dietzel. Police search Potter's home, seizing several items, discovering hair in his truck that may be Jessica's. No further leads. Before disappearing, Jessica comments she's quote, in too far over her head and feeling afraid, but never mentioned what was scaring her. Jessica's family believes something happened to her and are still searching for answers three years later. If you have info on Jessica Dietzel, please call Lee County Sheriff's 229-759-6034. For the latest crime and justice news, go to CrimeOnline.com. With this Crime Alert, I'm Nancy Grace.